Hi, everyone. I want to keep this short. You all know about the great products here at Old Time Radio DVD. Well, now's the time to purchase. Why now? Just can't afford to keep on doing this forever for free. So go to oldtimeradiodvd.com. Take advantage of our great pricing. The Grape Nuts and Grape Nuts Flakes program starring Jack Denny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Dennis Day, Rochester, and yours truly, Don Wilson. of New Year's resolutions, here's a poem for you, friends, so listen. When the year is at the morn, resolutions fine are born. When the year is old and gray, resolutions, where are they? I have the answer here to a season full of cheer. Just resolve to start each day happy, carefree, blithe, and gay. And you know, folks, all it takes to start the day is grape nuts flakes. That's the answer, all right. Eat a good breakfast, do a better job. Because you need an adequate breakfast after a fast of 10 or 12 hours the night before. In fact, dietitian tells us that morning is the time we should get at least one quarter of our entire day's nourishment. Yes, breakfast is the stoke-up meal. And grape nuts flakes are certainly a swell-tasting stoke-up food. They're a whole-grain cereal crammed full of all-around whole-grain nourishment. So for 1944, let's all resolve to eat a good breakfast, do a better job. And let crisp, toasty brown grape nuts flakes Help make it easy for you. Oh, hello, Barbara. Thank you. Thank you. Say, Don, Jack called me about a half hour ago and told me that Mary had laryngitis, and he wanted to know if I'd come down and take her place. Well, that's awfully nice of you, Barbara, although... We're very sorry to hear about Mary. By the way, did you see Jack? Yes, he's out in the hall talking to Dennis. I heard Dennis asking him for a raise. Yes, yes, I know. The kid tried to get a raise last week, but now he's willing to compromise. He only wants half as much. If I know Jack, he's holding out for unconditional surrender. (laughs) That'll go on for weeks. Uh, But you've certainly got to admire Dennis. His motto is, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Well, Mary tells me he doesn't stand a chance, because Jack's motto is, if at first you don't get it, you just don't, brother. (laughs) I feel sorry for the boy. Uh, So do I. You know, Barbara, it's hard to believe that Jack is so cheap. Cheap? Oh, listen, Don, I've known him for years. Remember that girl he used to go with, Gladys Zabisco? Remember? Yes. Well, Jack broke up with her because she moved to a 10-cent telephone zone. (laughs) What a guy. Say, Phil, did you ever ask Jack for a raise? Yeah, but I had to cut it out. It's habit-forming. Oh. Well, anyway, Phil, you've got no kick coming. You're doing all right, aren't you? Yeah, but what am I going to do if Alice quits working? You'll be out in the hall where Dennis is. Gee, they've been out there three hours already. I wish they'd get it settled one way or the other so that we could get on with the show. Yes, I know, Mr. Benny, but my mother said I really do deserve... Your mother, your mother. Now, look, kid. Look, kid, you've been on this program four years. Now, when you first came to work for me, I paid you only $30 a week. That's right. And what am I paying you now? Thirty-five. Well, there you are. Where? (laughs) Now, look. Look, Dennis. From the day you came to work for me, I've always had your interest. Hiya, Jack. Hello, Fibber. 
Now, Dennis, look. <laughs> I've always looked out for your interests. And I always... But my mother's worried about my salary. Your mother, your mother. Well, it's quite a problem with her. She talked to Mr. Anthony twice. (laughs) Well, your mother had no right to discuss our business. Now, you listen to me, Dennis. I'm paying you... Ooh, my arm. Oh, pardon Pardon me, kid. Now, look. Look, Dennis, you're getting $35 a week, aren't you? Yes, but I've got a cousin who makes $40 a week, and he's a shoe salesman. All right. All right, your cousin makes $40, and he's a shoe salesman. That means he has to work every day in the week for it. Now, you don't work Monday, do you? No. You don't work Tuesday? No. You don't work Thursday? You forgot Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. No. <laughs> Now, look, you don't work Friday and you don't work Saturday. The whole week is almost over and you haven't worked yet. Gee, I'm a bum. (laughs) No, no, you're not, Dennis. You're not a bum. What I'm trying to explain is... Oh, officer, would you please keep this crowd moving? Yes, sir. Come on, everybody. Break it up. Move along. Break it up. Come on. Come on. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Dennis. Dennis, where are you? I'm in the crowd. <laughs> Come back here. Hmm. What were you doing in that crowd? I was telling them my side of the story. <laughs> Never mind that. Now, Dennis, I don't want you to think that I'm turning down your raise. But let me give you the reason why. You see, kid... Ooh, your glasses are hurting my nose. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, Dennis. Now, listen, kid. Money isn't everything. There are other things to consider, like, uh... Like, uh... Well, let me put it to you in another way. You see... What was wrong with that way? Nothing. For all the trouble I have, it's a wonder I'm not losing my hair. You see, Dennis, your song only runs two minutes. And for that, you get $35. That's $17.50 a minute. Now, there's 60 minutes every hour and 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Hmm. That's seven fifty a minute. Mr. Benny, that it's m- against the rule to write on the walls. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm sorry, officer. You can erase it. I haven't finished erasing your argument with Kenny Baker yet. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll do it myself. Now, there you are, Dennis. There are 10,080 minutes in a week. And since you get 1750 a minute, that means you're being paid $186,000 a week. Oh, boy, am I loaded. <laughs> yes, sir, $186,000. You know what that amounts to a year, kid? $9,672,000. What do you think of that, kid? Huh? And my cousin's been snubbing me. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you can tell him off now. Well, let's go in, kid. We got a program to do. Okay, Jack. (laughs) Jack, we're both way up in the dough now. (laughs) 
you're you're right, kid. Potatoes are cheaper, tomatoes are cheaper. Hiya, John. Hello, Eddie. Now's the time to fall in love. <laughs> what a ham. Come on in, Dennis. Let's go in. We got a program to do. Your children are the 48 states. Each state is a child. Oh, well, then I better hurry and change California. It's wet again. <laughs> well, don't worry about it now. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we set the stage for our play, which will go on immediately after a song. I'll get it. Hello? Hello, Mr. Bennett. This is Rochester. What do you want, Rochester? I've been down to the stores exchanging your Christmas presents for you. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, you didn't have any trouble, did you? Only at one place. They refused to give you a refund on your Christmas tree. <laughs> oh, well, it was worth a try anyway. And say, boss, while I was out for you, I tried to exchange the present my uncle gave me. Uh-huh. But the store wouldn't do it just because I tried it out for size. Well, that was mean of him. What was the gift? A bottle of gin. <laughs> well, no wonder they wouldn't exchange it. And Rochester, why don't you try to reform? Oh, I did, boss. Remember yesterday I made a New Year's resolution not to shoot craps anymore? Yes, I remember that resolution. What happened to it? <laughs> Rochester, have you been shooting dice again? It wasn't my fault, boss. Some of my friends came to visit me. Yes? It was the first time a group ever came through a door on their knees. So, uh, so you got right in the game, huh? No, I didn't, boss. I tossed a coin. Heads, I shoot craps with them, and tails, I don't. Uh-huh, and I suppose it landed head. No, boss, it landed tails. Well? As I bent down to pick up the coin, two small cubes fell out of my suit. Uh-huh. And to my amazement, Hart Chapman and Marsh had thrown a seven. <laughs> Well, I'll talk to you about that later. Where are you now, Rochester? In a phone booth on Central Avenue, and I... Get off my lap, honey. This is a high phone. <laughs> Rochester, have you got a girl in the telephone booth with you? It ain't an allegorical fantasy. <laughs> Rochester, I'm surprised. So am I, boss. She ain't the same one I came in here with. <laughs> well, Rochester, I haven't got time to talk to you anymore now, so I'll see you when I get home. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, say, boss. Now what? There was a phone call from the freight company telling me to come over because your camel had arrived from Egypt. My camel? That's wonderful. Well, listen, Rochester, don't tell anybody, and I'll spring it on my friends as a surprise. Be sorry if I do. Should I? Yeah. 
sung by Dennis Day. Very good, Dennis. Say, that was a nice place. Principal, Barbara. Now, you may not know it, but I had an experience last year with one of my writers. He came to me with a heartbreaking story. Mr. Benny, I can't see very well. Will you please give me a raise so I can buy glasses? So what happened? I gave him a raise, he bought his glasses, read his contract, and left me. (laughs) So go be nice to people. Now, where was I? You know, Barbara, as a rule, I don't like to take sides, but there's no question that Jack is underpaying all of us. Do I hear a thin voice from a fat boy? (laughs) What did you say, Don? I said that we were all being underpaid, including me. Oh. Oh, so I'm paying you starvation wages. I suppose that stomach came with your soup. Now, listen, fellas, I've heard all I want to hear about salary and raises. This goes on every year, and I've had enough of it. Mary is satisfied. Oh, yeah? Asking for a raise gave her laryngitis. (laughs) Well, Phil is satisfied. I am not. You ought to get Mr. Benny out in the hall. He's a sucker. (laughs) No, I'm not, Dennis. I'm just trying to show you and everybody else how well off you are. See, Rochester's been working at my house for years. He's happy with his job. Oh, say, Jack, that reminds me. Mary spoke to Rochester about a maid yesterday, and he promised to bring his niece over to see her. I thought she had a maid. Yeah, but she quit. They had an argument about having breakfast in bed. Oh. Mary didn't feel like serving it to her there. (laughs) Well, I'll call Rochester and tell him to... Hey, wait a minute. When did you and Mary see Rochester? Yesterday afternoon, coming out of the movies. We saw him at Warner's Beverly Theater. You saw Rochester at Warner's Beverly Theater? Hmm. And he told me his best friend was getting married and he wanted the day off. Give me that phone. Here you are. Operator. Operator. When you hear the tone, the time will be... What? Oh, excuse me, I was on time signals all day yesterday. Number, please. I want Crestview 6, 70... You know, when you're on time signals, you keep saying the same thing over and over and over and over. Look, miss, miss, all I'm trying to get is Crestview 6... You know, the day before yesterday, they had me on information. Uh, look, I, uh, I want Crestview 6, 70... That drives you nuts altogether. <laughs> Well, miss, look, I know how you feel, but I... You don't know how I feel. (laughs) When Myrtle and I came to work here, they promised to make me a supervisor. Listen, miss... Myrtle's my girlfriend, and she ain't got half the education I got. Look, look... So who do you think they made a supervisor? All right, Myrtle. No, a complete stranger. (laughs) 
Now, look here, miss. I'm sorry about all your... Will you please get me my home? Crestview 6, 7071. Okay. I must be the fatherly type. Everybody tells me they're... Hello. That's strange. Is this Crestview 6, 7071? I'm not talking to you. gave me the wrong number. Operator, operator. Long distance. What? You see how they push me around? Look. Look, miss, you gave me the wrong number. I want Crest 6 View 7. I want Crest View 6, 7071. Okay. Wait till I get Rochester on the phone. I'll tell him a thing or two. I'll... Oh, Barbara, what am I mad at Rochester about? He told you he wanted a day off to go to his best friend's wedding, and he went to Warner's Beverly Theater instead. Oh, he did, eh? That burns me up. Mr. Bailey's residence, star of stage, screen, and radio. <laughs> hmm. Autograph pictures, two for quarter. <laughs> Rochester, this is Mr. Benny talking. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Rochester, how did you enjoy the wedding you went to yesterday? Oh, fine, boss, fine. That's good. By the way, did you promise to bring your niece over to see Miss Livingston about a maid's job? Yes, yeah, she's here now. We'll be right over. Uh-huh. Now tell me, Rochester, just where and when did you tell Miss Livingston about your niece? It was yesterday afternoon, just as I was coming out of the Beverly Theater. Uh-oh. You were coming out of the Beverly what? Chapel. <laughs> Chapel, huh? Then you really did go to your best friend's wedding. Uh-huh. What's his name? Who? Your best friend. Oh, him. Yes, him. What's his name? I don't know, boss. He just got married. It's been changed. <laughs> now, wait a minute. When a couple gets married, it's the girl who changes her name. When did they start that? <laughs> Three months ago. It's a new OPA ruling. <laughs> Imagine going to the movies. Rochester, you lied to me. No, I didn't, boss. All right. Then what time was the wedding ceremony? Two o'clock. Were there many people there? The place was jammed. Who gave the bride away? The Warner Brothers. <laughs> that does it. Now, Rochester, I'll talk to you about this whole matter when I get home. Meanwhile, you bring your niece over here right away if she wants that job. Now, goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, say, boss. Yes? Looks like my name goes on top of the list. What list? The people you get mad with just before Christmas. <laughs> Never mind that. Goodbye. Imagine him taking advantage of my good nature. Go ahead with your song, Dennis. Oh, Barbara, Roger, bring his niece over for you to interview for Mary. Stars in April skies are Tell me someday you'll fulfill Their promise 
promise of a thrill. Star eyes, flashing eyes in which my hopes rise. Let me show you where my heart lies. Let me prove that it adores that loveliness of yours. All my life I felt content to stargaze at the sky. Now I only want to melt the stardust. It's me for whom those eyes glow. Makes no difference where you are. Your eyes still hold my wishing star. All my life I felt content to stargaze at the sky. Now I only want to melt. sung by Dennis Day. And his million-dollar voice. <laughs> right. And now... <laughs> oh, brother. And now, now, ladies and gentlemen... Oh, uh, say, Jack. Yes, Don? I meant to tell you how very sorry I was that I couldn't be at your house Thanksgiving. I had sort of a family reunion at my mother-in-law's. Oh. How was the turkey? I mean, how was the turkey? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Don. That's all right. Did you, did you have fun Thanksgiving? Yes, we had a nice big dinner, and after we finished eating, we all played a game called, uh, What Is It? A game called, What Is It, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, that was nice. I'm... It goes something like this. Don. I make up a poem, and you have to guess what I'm describing. Don, we haven't time for that. Oh, it'll only take a minute. Now, listen. <clears throat> it's sweet as a nut, and yum, yum, yummy. It's good on your plate, but better in your tummy. Now, what is it? I know, I know, but I'm not going to tell her. <laughs> Don't, don't tell him, Barbara. Don't tell him. Well, now, I don't think you know, so I'll give you another hint. <clears throat> it's toasty brown and munchy crunchy. If you don't like it, you're slightly punchy. Now, what is it? I know, I know. I'm not going to tell him. Don't tell him, Phil. Don't tell him, audience. Don't prompt him. Just let him stand there all by himself. <laughs> yeah. Don't 
Oh, you're, you're just doing that, Jack. Oh, Jones. I know you what you're doing. Now, talk. look, Jack, I'll give you one last clue. <clears throat> All right. On Thanksgiving, it's so tasty, you will eat it, but oh so hasty. Now, what is it? All right, all right, fellas, let's give them the answer. It's, it's great nuts, Flakes. It is not, it's turkey. <laughs> what? <laughs> turkey? Why, Don. Ooh, what he said. <laughs> Do you realize what you just uttered? Oh, sure, but it's okay, Jack. I took it up with the sponsor, and he said it's perfectly all right for people to have turkey for Thanksgiving dinner instead of grape nuts flakes. He's a great guy. <laughs> oh, he certainly is. Right now, I'm trying to clear it for Christmas. I see. Well, I'm sure you won't have any trouble. Say, Don, what about New Year's? Do you think that maybe... Come in. Well, it's about time he got here. Hello, Rochester. Hello, Miss Stanwyck. Hello, boss. Rochester, you lied to me, and I'm not forgiving you so easily. So don't talk to me. Oh, boss, let's not go through that again. Remember last time when you didn't talk to me for three weeks? For three weeks? Yes, ma'am. He was so mad at me, he wouldn't tell me to sweep the floor, dust the furniture, or make up the beds. Really? The house got so messy, I had to move to a hotel. <laughs> Now, listen, Rochester. Oh, wait a minute, Jack. Mary asked me to interview a maid for her. Rochester, did you bring your niece with you? Yes, Miss Stanwyck. She's right here if you want to talk to her. Good. Butterfly, this is Miss Stanwyck. How do you do? Oh. We got each other that time, partner. Well, I'm sure glad I wasn't in that sketch. Music, please. <laughs> Say, friends, ever notice how often it happens that when you do a good turn for someone else, it boomerangs right back and helps you, too? Well, that's where we all stand with Uncle Sam's new food program, Food Fights for Freedom. By helping Uncle Sam, we help ourselves, and here's how. One of the things we're asked to do is buy more foods that are plentiful. Cereals with whole grain nourishment, for instance, like grape nuts and grape nuts flakes. Well, you can't do a better turn for yourselves, folks, than to get even better acquainted with these two delicious, malty-rich breakfast treats. Sure, they're good to eat. I guess you all know that. But there's a whole lot more to the story than just their swell taste. Both grape nuts and grape nuts flakes are basic seven foods crammed full of energy-giving, whole-grain nourishment. And ladies, you just can't think up a thriftier buy than those two famous breakfast cereals. So help yourselves, help your budget... And help Uncle Sam buy foods that are plentiful. And for downright good eating, buy Grape Nuts and Grape Nuts Flakes. Well, folks, it's been a privilege to broadcast here for the personnel of the Air Ferry Command and the Turney Military Hospital. And we're with you again next Sunday night at the same time. Good night, everybody. <laughs>